are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast specifically, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, going to be talking a lot of recruiting. Got a friend of the program, Jason Jordan, director of basketball recruiting for Sports Illustrated, to hop on with us to talk about a couple of targets uh, that the Kentucky Wildcats are currently pursuing. One of them actually may be very, very close to committing. Going to talk about him at the beginning of the show. Before we do any of that, though, I just want to tell you guys, thank you so much for subscribing to the channel on YouTube. Thank you so much for continuing to support stuff. We are now over 1,600 subscribers uh, over on YouTube. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, I would encourage you to please continue to like videos, subscribe, comment your thoughts on different things. Really appreciate you guys engaging and hanging out with us. All right, let's go ahead and kick it to our conversation with Jason Jordan. I'm now excited to be joined by Jason Jordan, Director of Basketball Recruiting for Sports Illustrated. Jason, really appreciate you coming on to the show. It's been a really interesting offseason so far for the Kentucky Wildcats when it comes to recruiting. And there's one player in particular here I want to start off with. According to what I've seen, the Wildcats have a pretty good shot to land him. Aaron Bradshaw, five-star center out of Camden High School in New Jersey. Right now, kind of looks like a Kentucky-Louisville battle but all recent signs point towards the Wildcats have a really good having a really good chance to uh, land him. Uh, what are you hearing about Bradshaw's recruitment right now, and how where does he stand with the Wildcats? Yeah, um, so I, it, it, they're in great. I, I'll have to say this before I always preface stuff with this. I I, I have a strict policy never to do a hard um, prediction. I would get, <laughs> because I'm privy to some information sometimes. I'm not saying all the time, but so I just make that a blanket thing. But in as in regards to the position they're in, I mean, they're an amazing position, right? Um, all all indicators point to the June visit going amazingly well. Um, Kentucky-Louisville battle, man, have we ever heard that one before? Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think they're in great position. Um, I think he's expecting to uh, make an announcement for Peace Jam, which starts uh, on the 17th of the month. So, um I think they're in great position and, um, you know, I think what he, what he's bringing, uh, you know, uh, to the table is, um, just what, what I like, you know, I could get, get into the technicals of what he brings as a player, but what right. I like about him the most is, um, he's impactful. Obviously that, uh, as encompasses a lot, but I like, his impact on both ends of the floor. And a lot of times that doesn't always show up in the stat sheet. Like uh, sometimes his presence, um, I've seen it, like turn people away, you know, um, on the defensive end. And, you know, he's knocking down shots. He's a, he's a new age big, right? And so um, he's going to be an amazing piece for um, the next level. I, I like that he's going to college. Um, you know, I know that there was some uh, speculation on him going to college and going to the pros. I'm glad he kind of stepped out there and said it was definitely a college lean for him. So um, he's he's a guy who I think is going to make more of an impact than people think in year one. And they think that he's going to make an impact. But as you can see, I'm pretty high on him. I've um, watched him all spring, and I, you know, I, I think he's one of the guys that is going to um, 
turn out to be better than what people predict him to be. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, and this is something that I've kind of said recently on the show whenever I talked about Bradshaw, is he looks like a modern NBA big, right? Seven feet tall, 210 pounds. You would like to see him gain a little weight during the transition to college. But like you said, his style of play doesn't necessarily require him to be really bulky. I mean, he seems really comfortable with the ball in his hands. Like you said, impactful on both ends of the floor. And you look at Kentucky's roster right now. I mean, this time next season, the question's going to be asked, Jason, who's going to be the Oscar Shibway replacement? Who's going to step in and fill those shoes? And we're looking at Bradshaw right now as that potential guy. So I definitely see a lot of potential in him. I'm glad somebody else does as well. Yeah. Uh, And even with the, I always push back when people went, and I understand what you mean about strength, but you know, the more I see that, that you know, I look at Chet. Chet was impactful in college. I mean, right. Chet can't um, curl the 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 bench bar, probably. <laughs> um, but then I think about people people like Reggie Miller. It's for me, it's a mentality thing. I look at Reggie Miller. I mean, my goodness. I mean, he's ninety pounds soaking wet. Right, one of the <laughs> toughest players that ever played the game, and um, and. Aaron kind of he he has that mentality like he's feisty he's mean you know on the court and so um I do think he'll I mean obviously um logical progression weight wise he'll definitely gain weight he'll add muscle but um the more important things he already has they're already in him so I think that's why to your point I think um they're you know where his where he's projected to go and where he will go I think are going to be even better for um you know the school that lands him but I think Kentucky, yeah, they're definitely in great position. Definitely in great position. Yeah, like you said, Kentucky in a good spot right now. But like we mentioned early, Louisville also in the conversation yeah. as well. Have you heard anything about other schools making a push for this kid late? Again, like we've been kind of sitting here talking, Kentucky right now heading into Peach Jam. He wants to make a commitment before, before the 17th. The Wildcats are in a great spot, but are there any other players in this conversation right now that could potentially make a push for him? Well, I mean, the 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 schools on his list are still in constant communication and you know that's pretty standard across the board they're going to continue until you say hey you know about you still calling me don't don't do it <laughs> so um nothing new nothing that really stands out um in in my research i haven't heard anything that's that's telling or anything like that um you know i think people are i think people know where everybody's at at this point i think everybody knows where everybody's at All right, before we continue our conversation with Jason Jordan, want to tell you guys about our friends over at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now virtually impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders their parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry when you have computers and phones with access to Rock Auto at home and in your pocket? You can save time and money when you use Rock Auto. Rock Auto is also a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. And on top of that, Rock Auto has everything that you could need. Brake parts, motor oil, tail lamps, new carpet. We would highly encourage you guys to go check out rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. You can write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. It's all the parts your car will ever need. You can visit rockauto.com today. Another player I wanted to talk about here, Jason, and and this is a player that, you know, Kentucky was on uh, just a few months ago, initially committed to the Oregon Ducks back on June 29th, but he is now decommitted 
or excuse me, he decommitted from the Ducks on June 29th, committed to Oregon back on March 31st. Right. Wildcats, from what I've seen, they did reach out to Mookie Cook, a five-star small forward in this 2023 class, yeah. but I'm not entirely sure if he's at the top of Kentucky's list right now. So his final three, uh, just a few months ago before he did announce his commitment to the Ducks, consisted of Gonzaga, Oregon, Kentucky. I've been hearing things about the G League potentially being an option for Cook. And, and this is one of those situations where I think that Kentucky's going to at least try their hand at Cook one more time. But there are definitely other options I think the Wildcats are looking at in this class. What are you hearing and what do we know about Cook's reopen recru uh, recruitment? Well, the, obviously, on the, the first time around, Kentucky, as you well know, was a, was a major player. I believe that they uh, finished second, right? Um, you know, when I know he's saying he's going to still consider Oregon, but I don't, I, I don't think kids decommit to recommit. You know, that by and large, that is not the case. I mean, there are a couple examples, but that is not normal. So I wouldn't think that Oregon's a major player in that regard. Now, on Kentucky's side, like you said, there has been some communication there. I know for a fact because Mookie kept a blog for me or keeps a blog for me. Now, every, this is before he became Hollywood and became a movie star, um, legitimate movie star. But um, he uh, he was always talking about um, how much he admired how he was. Specific, this was a specific thing that always stood out. Like he just really admired how um, Calipari treated his players. So, you know, he, from the bench, the last guy on the bench to the uh, the potential lottery pick, he just felt like he really loved the family atmosphere, and he really um, that was one of the things that really stood out to him. So I know that there's interest on his end. Um, obviously, there's reciprocal interest. But to your point, I mean, things have progressed, you know, with other players um, since he's been committed, and I think their side understands that. And um, but, I, you know, there there's reciprocal interest in I don't think anything's going to happen right away. So I always stop short of saying um, speaking in absolutes with recruiting. When right. I tell you I have seen the craziest stuff, I mean, not even day in a 12 hour span. I've seen some amazing things. So as long as there's reciprocal interest, uh, you know, you always leave the possibility open. Um, but to your point, there have been. Uh, progression of further conversations with other guys so um the good thing is there are a lot of great options on the table and and he's definitely one of them i would say that yeah like you said a lot of options on the table for the wildcats right now definitely an option and this is something i didn't even plan on talking about but it, yeah. it also seems like kentucky may be putting their eggs in another basket potentially for justin edwards another five-star forward in this class does right. that seem like the best move here is to continue to keep in conversation with mookie but also like you said things have progressed since cook committed to the ducks back in march so it would it be the yeah. best move for kentucky to kind of keep him on the back burner but also pursue some of these other small forwards in this class like edwards yeah well the thing is um and i'll tell you with the staff i know owen and the rest of that they're very much up front you know like that it's not like and they already have a relationship you know and the reality is they understand that things have progressed with other people right so right. they but you know they they have to do their due diligence they have because the reality is you know you, you know you look at um uh justin edwards like you bring him up but you know he's you know he's not a definite lock to kentucky right now you know and thing again, think I've seen it day to day, hour to hour, things progress differently. And 
Um, I've seen kids that are definitely going to this school, have told this school, and then they don't go to this school. You know, so and I'm when I I've been burned by that in the past too. So um, as long as there are conversations with a school like Kentucky, as long as the conversations are there and there's reciprocal interest, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know if it's the, is it the best move. I think it's a smart move. I think if you've been in conversations with someone in their family, and um, I think you should keep those conversations going if you know what's good for you. Um, but you know, you owe it to yourself to keep, you know, you know, leave, leave the light on. I would say that. Um, so at this point, and, and I don't think any of these things are going to come to fruition like an Aaron Bradshaw timeline. So, right. um, as long as there's weeks or a month out, there's some wiggle room there for sure. Yeah. Especially with peace jam. A lot of things happen at peace jam. A lot yeah. of things happen at peace jam. Um, so I think a lot of coaches are waiting on that. And are waiting to you know seal some things up there and you know have some some time there to you know give a couple winks, a couple nods, you know that it, I'm telling you it matters, it matters. Yeah, like you said, a lot of time left, a lot of time left for kids to make decisions, a lot of time left for different shoes to drop. We've got plenty of time to see where some of these major players in this 2023 class actually go before we wrap up our conversation with jason jordan let me tell you guys about our friends over at built bar so built bar if you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time very very close friend of the program got some phenomenal different flavors they they essentially invented healthy and tasty their protein bars are absolutely phenomenal for you and they taste great as well they've got this new flavor out now me personally i'm gonna be honest me personally not a huge fan of coconut but I am a huge fan of brownie. They have a new flavor, coconut brownie chunk. And I've heard that it's really, really good. I like to stick more in the salted caramel chocolatey kind of vein. That's just me personally. But if you are a coconut fan, I would highly encourage you to check out this new flavor from Built Bar. It is absolutely phenomenal. Again, from what I've heard. And on top of that, it's really, really good for you. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. I mean, it, it, I'm not, again, not a huge fan of coconut. I'd be willing to take a crack at it because it sounds and looks phenomenal. You can go to built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And look, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be coconut brownie. It could be birthday cake. They've got that flavor out recently. It could be brownie, just straight up brownie. Again, like I said, we here at the program, fans of salted caramel, on top of that, cookies and cream. Would highly encourage you guys to go check out built.com. Again, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order. I kind of want to talk to you for a second about Kentucky's approach to recruiting. So within the fan base, since the St. Peter's loss, there has been a lot of just frustration and all fans taking frustration out on certain aspects of the program and something that fans have continued to come back to, and they've been talking about this for years, is the way that Kentucky approaches recruiting and the fact that the sales pitch to some of these recruits seems to be NBA heavy. Obviously, the program is kind of built itself on churning out these pro prospects and putting kids into the NBA. If I'm not mistaken, Kentucky currently has the most active NBA players uh, in, in the league right now. So my question to you, Jason, is while that is all good and well, and it seems like a formula that's working, some fans have been disgruntled over 
the situation. What is your opinion on how Kentucky operates on the recruiting front? Is there something that should they should be doing differently? Should they slant their pitch more towards focusing on the actual program and the environment or whatever it may be? What's your stance on it? That's interesting. Um, I didn't know that. Um, I hadn't heard. I mean, you know, I've heard some stuff. I didn't know that was a big uh, point of contention with the fan base. Um, so this is what I would say. And that, that's super interesting. This is what I would say. If that is not their focus, and obviously it's, it's been their focus, I can tell you <laughs> it's been their focus with elite recruits for years. Um, if not that, then what? Right. So then are you going to only talk about how great we all know Kentucky's amazing, right? It's like heaven right there. And um, and so recruits know that as soon as they go on a visit, they know it from recruits, uh, players that have played there in the past. But the reality is for the players that you want, they want to hear about that NBA talk. They want to talk that talk that that for who you want. They want to hear that. So the reality is, you know, that's the brand among the families and players that I talk to. That is probably the first sentence out of them. And, you know, you know, their reputation for getting guys to the league, you know. Um, so the reality, I don't think you can really pivot. Um, you can't take a hard pivot at this point, right? Because that's your brand, overwhelmingly, that's your brand. So my thing is that sounds all well and good. You know, we need to talk about the the, um, the program more, you know, how great it is to play here. We can get deep in March. Um, that's all well and good until me, I'm a number one, I'm the number one recruit in the country. Let's say 2023, I'm number one recruit in the country. So then that's all well and good until you read this uh, this story about how um, Jason Jordan just took a visit to Duke and John Shire has all five of his draft picks there. The starting five on their team last year is they're all in the NBA, you know, they're, they, you know, uh, enjoying all the spoils of NBA riches, these starting five. And it's, it, oh my God, I'm, I was with the starting five and they were all in the NBA and these, I'm telling you this happens, right? So when, you know, if, that's their pitch. So then when you're going to come and say, you know, I'm going to tell you, um, game day comes to our game sets and then the fans are really la like, let <laughs> I me mean, come on. I mean, I get the frustration. Right. I can I'll overstand the frustration, but you got to stay on brand. You kind of have to, um, you have to trust in the brand that's gotten you to the elite status that you're at. Right. I mean, let's 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 just call it what it is. Y'all are always going to be in contention for five stars, whether you call them or not. They're going to want you to call them. I'm doing a story this week about dream offers. I'm going to tell you what, if I hear Kentucky one more time about a dream offer, I'm going <laughs> to scream. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I think I understand. And, and maybe they could pivot more to. Uh, maybe development. Hey, you know, we're going to make you the most ready. Like, not only are we going to get you there, but you're going to be ready to be there because we're going to develop you. So you're a seven foot guy who can knock down threes. Hey, Aaron Bradshaw, you're a seven foot guy who can knock down threes. Well, we're going to develop that. Right. And we're going to um, work on your ball handling and you're going to be you could potentially be a wing at the next level. Right. That they could do more of that. Um, and I think they can implement that. And I think that would resonate with kids. But at the end of the day, for the kids you want, you're going to have to keep that NBA talk flowing. Because I'm telling you, it, it if you're not talking about that, it's going to be like, a, well, what are we talking about? 
what we talking about because they that's what they want to hear and kentucky knows that yeah and that's that's honestly the, the only reason i bring this up is because yeah. fans have kind of brought it back up to me i've seen it in yeah. youtube top comments seen it on social media i i talked about this earlier on in the spring and i said essentially what you said is this is the brand kentucky has built this is how they get well the frustration amongst fans was cal's not focused enough on winning even though no signs indicate that he's not focused on winning it's like well he's not focused on winning you saw what happened against saint peter's and i my complaint was guys you do understand the only way that we're going to get some of this elite talent on this team and get these kids to come here is if we point them towards we're great at developing and putting kids in the nba that's the only reason we're going to get this high-end talent you yeah. can't you can't shift away from that. You can't like exactly like you said. It's like you can't tell them, oh, well, the game day environment's awesome. Like no, no recruit truly cares about that over getting a bag in the NBA after playing a year or two in college. Like yeah. they, they, that's just the way things work. And so yeah. fans can be disgruntled and upset all they want about the fact that, you know, Cal operates the way that he does. But what I've continued to come back to is from the national perspective, like a perspective from yours, Jason, it, it's like that's what Kentucky is. They are the transition to the NBA. And so that's how they get the talent. And that's how they get the team to win. And so that's just kind of been my approach to it is, yeah. is I'm content with it because it gets the five stars on campus. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, but, you know, to, to, to shoot your fan base some bail, right? I've, I've definitely seen this isn't like I, I remember when Duke lost to Lehigh. It's the same conversations were going on about Coach K, right? Like, I mean, all right, does this working? I mean, what are we doing here, right? You know. Um, so I get it. I mean, I get the, the, I get that, that cry, but I mean, at the end of the day, winning, winning cures it all. And the best way to win is to get the five-star recruits on campus. And the best way to get the five-star recruits on campus is to talk about how you can get them to the NBA. Cause that's what they want to hear. And that's what their mothers want to hear. And that's what their fathers want to hear. And so that's what they better keep saying, especially you guys. Because that's what they expect to hear. And they want to hear it. They expect it, but they really want to hear it. Right? Because they're so interested about it. What fan bases have to understand is, yeah, you love that school. You went to that school. But you were never in a position at that school to become a millionaire in nine months. Right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the, the, the perspective and the vantage point is completely different. And you have to look at it from their perspective. And you have to step into their shoes. And when you do that, you become a little more reasonable, a little more realistic. And I think, you know, fan bases would serve themselves well to, you know, do that. But I get jumping off the cliff. I get it. I get it. I'm just hoping that people come around by the time the season starts because I'm, I'm, sure. I'm ready for some college basketball, man. Jason, oh, I appreciate, both. really appreciate you coming on, man. Tell everybody where they can find your content. Well, you can, uh, I'm at, Twi uh, my Twitter is Jason Jordan SI, Instagram Jason C Jordan, um, and all the content si.com. So we'll have a lot of stuff coming this week. You know, we got a lot of stuff, interesting co stuff coming over the next couple of weeks, especially as we go to Peach Jam. So definitely check everything out there. Definitely uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, absolutely. I'll try and link some of Jason's stuff in the description, guys. Jason, again, really appreciate you coming on. Man, I appreciate you having me. Thank you. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Kentucky. Again, really appreciate Jason hopping on to the show. Links for his content is in the description on YouTube. I really appreciate you guys watching. And hey, 
Make sure you are subscribed or following wherever you're listening, YouTube, podcast, wherever you're listening. We've got a lot of different things coming up recruiting-wise on the show. SEC Media Days is just a couple of weeks away, and actually maybe less than that at this point. We're going to be there. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to cover that for you guys as well. So, so again, make sure you are subscribed. And also, before you're done listening to podcasts today, I would highly encourage you to go check out Locked On SEC with Chris Gordy. If you care anything about what's going on in the Southeastern Conference, as a Kentucky fan, by the way, you should. You should go check out that podcast. He's been doing a phenomenal job, Gordy has, of getting to talk to different quarterbacks around the league, including Will Levis. Uh, I believe he was at the uh, the, the Manning Academy uh, training, uh, training there. Phenomenal interview with Will Levis. But yeah, I would highly encourage you guys to go check out Locked On SEC with Chris Gordy. You need to keep up. I'm just telling you this. Separate from Gordy and separate from just the SEC, you guys need to be paying attention to what's going on in college football because it's going to dramatically affect, in my opinion, a lot of different sports in collegiate athletics. It's not just the SEC. It's the Big Ten. It's the Pac-12. If the Pac-12 even exists here in a few months... It's the ACC. Every major power player is getting in on something wild that's going on right now. And we've barely touched it here on the show. I would just encourage you guys, whenever I tell you, go check out Locked on SEC. Go check out, check out these people. You want to stay informed because at the end of the, day, end of the day, it could affect Kentucky. It could directly affect Kentucky. And it's, probably, it's very relevant. It's very relevant in the sports world. right? So go check those guys out. Anyway, you can follow the show, our show, on Twitter at Locked On UK. You can follow me on Twitter at Lance Dahl underscore, and you can follow the show on Instagram at Kentucky Podcast. Any questions, comments, concerns, you can leave them in the YouTube comments below or hit me on the socials. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Kentucky. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day and God bless. <laughs>